Hey, my friends, if you're looking for a faster, better way to grow and scale your landscape business, you likely don't need to join just another free Facebook group or watch another YouTube video. What you need is a proven, cohesive growth strategy for your business, along with the one-on-one -on -one coaching or group coaching and accountability to support you every step of the way. And that's exactly what the Million Dollar Academy delivers to you. The Million Dollar Academy is coaching, tools, accountability, and done free resources for landscapers who want to take the guesswork out of scaling and growing towards a profitable multiple six, even seven figure plus business without all the stress and all the hours of agonizing. How do I get everything done? Or am I doing this right? Or what do I need to focus on next? The Million Dollar Academy is about thinking differently and thinking bigger about how to be a successful business owner. It's about more than just being good at landscaping. It's about how to create more profit and how to scale all while relieving some of the pressure on yourself. We do have group and one-on-one -on -one coaching spots available. So if you want to go learn more, head over to milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash academy and get in there today. This podcast is brought to you by Busy Busy. Busy Busy is so simple to use and it's the most reliable GPS time tracking app on the market. And the best part is, it was built for landscapers. Busy Busy's founder created Busy Busy because he owns multiple construction companies and needed to understand better which projects were making him money and which projects were killing him. Payroll is the highest variable cost in the project, so you better be tracking it. Busy Busy does this better than anyone else. So download Busy Busy today, and don't forget to mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast to get three free months. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Now today, I'm so excited to bring on Tom Hughes of Gemma Docs. Tom Hughes is a man that has taken the business world by storm. He's an entrepreneur and all-around business genius who's based in Ireland. He's the author of a best-selling book called Improvement Starts with I, which is a practical guide to building an extraordinary lean culture. But that's not all. Tom is also the founder of Gemadocs, a software business that simplifies creating standard operating procedures and helps businesses streamline their organization. And if that wasn't impressive enough, he's also a partner in Lumen Electronics, an electronic engineering and manufacturing company. Welcome, Tom. Excited to have you on the show today. Wow, that's some introduction. I'll do my best to live up to it, Scott. <laughs> Business genius that I am. <laughs> yeah, you are. You are. I love listening to everything you have. And I've been going awesome. through your YouTube stuff, and it's, it's amazing stuff. So I'm excited to have you here today. Yeah, I have a real passion for this subject and for everything I do. Oh, it shows. So hopefully that comes through today, and we're in for a good thrilling ride of a podcast. Oh, it's going to be a great episode. So, Tom, you mind just sharing a little bit more of, of your background and where you came from and 
a little bit how Gemba Docs and really how you got into really the SOPs in general came about. Yeah, sure. As you can tell by my accent, I grew up in Northern Ireland. I'm a farmer's boy. I then went to England. I studied there, studied engineering. I went into the automotive industry where I first encountered what we call Lean. That was working with lots of Japanese organizations, the Toyotas, the Nissans, the Hondas. I was very lucky to grow up in that environment. Worked very internationally. I speak a couple of languages. I've been to over 50 countries, most of them professionally. Yeah, within my career, I've had some failures that I'm very proud to talk about. (laughs) I don't think that's done enough. No. So I've got some learnings to share, but I had some big successes as well. Most notably, one organization called Olair. I joined it as an employee. We did a management buyout and we scaled that company to $200 million and we exited to Parker Hannafin, which is a bit of a fairy tale. And I joke with people that I used to be a millionaire and then I got divorced. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not a millionaire anymore. But uh, yeah, it's all part of life's journey and you you learn so much. Uh, I would consider myself a very spiritual person, not particularly religious per se, but certainly uh, deeply spiritual. And a lot of the challenges that we encounter in life are the, the best learning experiences and the growth comes from there. And so I think we can look back in life, and I'm going to relate this directly to Gamadox in a minute, about the things that challenged us can often be the best things that ever happened to us. So Very true. Yeah, so I have a strong background in that operational and lean world. As you say, I got the t-shirt on today. <laughs> Love it. Improvement starts with I. It's available for free at improvementstartswithi.com. It's been translated into Spanish by volunteers. It's currently been translated into German, Hindi, and Dutch. It's all done to serve the world and the community, which is someone I'm very passionate about. I think the workplace can be a lot better place than it currently is. And that's why I wrote the book and put it out there to help people develop better cultures in their workplaces. And Gambadox is very much the same spirit. I'm so proud of Gambadox because... We help thousands of people have a better work life every day. And if Gambadox was a negative product, I actively wouldn't want anything to do with it. So I see Gambadox as a, as a really great tool to make people's work life easier and better. Awesome. So actually, before we kind of dive into things, for those, are those listeners out there that aren't familiar with Lean, do you mind expressing a little bit more what Lean is and what it's all about? Mm-hmm. Well, Lean is uh, the actual academic term. It's uh, Lean is the process of elimination of waste by continuous improvement. And to me, that puts me to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) So I love the continuous improvement element, the Kaizen that people might have heard of. It's argued where it originally comes from. Most people say it's Japan, but it's You can argue that it came from Henry Ford in terms of the production system and the management system, but it's a very misunderstood term in general. People see it as lean as a a dry analytical set of tools to drive efficiency Mm -hmm. through, through that kind of methodology. What my book is about is how what lean really is when it's done well. It's about getting the most... Even I was about to make a mistake there. It's about (laughs) putting people first, developing and growing people so that they can express their full potential in the workplace and continuously improve on a daily basis. And that's what it's about. And when you have the flavor that you put your people first and that your lean efforts 
are there to grow and develop your people rather than to make more money and get your results. I write about this in the book. The process that I describe in Improvement Starts With I is about engagement, education, and recognition within your lean process for your people. And then that drives improvement and results. And if your focus is on driving engagement with your people, educating them, especially about how to see waste and eliminate it, and recognizing their efforts on a daily, then those three things multiply together to give you massive improvements, which then reflect in your results. Most people look at it the wrong way. They look at improvements and results and they get impatient and so on and so forth. And your people know that that's what it's about. You're just finding a way to manipulate them where when your focus is growing and developing your people, yeah, the rest follows. And really it's about the golden rule as far as I'm concerned. Treat people the way you'd want to be treated yourself and life's good. I like that uh, analogy there. I never thought about it that way. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people, they think of the term lean or creating even SOPs and, and procedures, they kind of go towards that first uh, definition you gave of lean because I think they think of it, it's just, just another thing I got to do and the employees won't do it and just it's just a difficult yeah. process. So I think that kind of scares people away. So true. And like, yeah. what we're doing with Gambadox, like when people normally think of SOPs, like it doesn't exactly elicit a, yay, let's get SOPs. That's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's not normally the response, but we've changed that with Gemadox. Gemadox isn't about putting handcuffs on your employees and it's not about getting information, tribal knowledge, as I call it, out of people's heads so you can be less reliant if they walk out the door. Although that is a side benefit, but if that's the reason you're doing it, you're going to fail. So yeah. what, Gembadox is about is about supporting the people who are adding value in your business with the right information where the value is being added. So, mm -hmm. you know, putting that in more plain language, we help people create standard operating procedures so fast and easy without any additional burden of any real nature to the people doing the work. So it's easy for the guy to document how you mix the fuel for the two-stroke and he can do that while he's doing the job. And the next time the new start wants to know how to do that, there's a QR code on the machine and just go look it up and there you go, buddy. The foreman doesn't have to sit and watch over him. So when you implement it in that way, make it really easy for people to create, really easy for people to access, really easy for people to update those processes. That's a useful tool. Mm -hmm. And that's the key thing. Whenever you can help your people understand that it's a useful tool, they'll pull on it. So you won't have to tell everybody to create a bunch of SOPs. You won't have to push people into it. Once your people on the front line understand that this is going to make my life better, like give you an easy example for landscaping people, I hope. So, you know, you might have 100 properties in your business, 500. Let's make it a nice big number. Okay. You have 500 properties that you need to go to every week or two weeks, depending on how fast your lawn grows. If you're sending different people out there, Where's the disposal point? Where's the access point? Where do I get hold of the hose? Where's the water if I need water? And so on and so forth. Every time somebody has to work all that out, they might have to bother the owner of the property and all of that kind of stuff. Just have a, that information, a Gemba doc for that information at point of use, either in your truck. Some landscape people are printing a sheet of QR codes to access the SOPs in a truck. And there you go. Nobody's going, oh, where's that? Where's this? Spending 15, 20 minutes trying to work all that out. 
No, it's just there. And yeah. when your guys understand that, and your job as the leader of the business is to help them understand, this is going to make life better for everybody. It's easy. Genuinely. That's the whole point of having him. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> and and uh, I actually went to the trouble of uh, looking in the back end again with Ox and just finding some examples of landscaping related SOPs that people have done. We might come on to that later, but it was a lot of fun. Okay. So if you don't mind, we'll back things up just a smidge. What is Gambitox about and how did you come about it? What problems were you trying to solve when you created Gambitox? Oh, wow. Well, how it happened, we were launching a new product into production at Lumen Electronics. And my business partner, Patrick, he said, oh, you know all about that. You're like the lean guru. <laughs> and I thought I'll take one for the team because there was nobody else. We're a small business. And the traditional way you do that, it's just horrible. I was doing that with my phone, handwritten notes in Excel. And I was walking back and forward from my computer to the production area. I spent a whole day documenting about a quarter of the process. I took it to... Patrick expecting Patrick to go, yay, Tom, well done, great job. And uh, he went like, oh, wow, uh, how long did that take you? <laughs> Don't you have a software business? And I do have a software development business, not even one that you talked about among my many interests. <laughs> so we had a, it was a real fix what bugs you, because generally one of the problems with SOPs and documenting processes in general it's super resource hungry and nobody can do it. So most businesses don't have any documented processes because they haven't got the resource to do it. Mm -hmm. And they understand that there's a benefit to having the processes documented, but they can't afford or can't allocate the resources to make it happen. So that was one of the things we wanted to solve. So instead of Tom taking a whole day to document a quarter of the process, with Gemadox, we had the first version six weeks after this. It was just designed for us, first of all. It was so great. When I got it in my hand, the first time I knew it was a product, like I really did. And I did a little video of how to clean our bathroom, which is a lean thing. <laughs> Posted it in a couple of the lean groups, and we financed the development of Gemadox production version before we built it. <laughs> Gemadox has never been in the red. We were able to be cash positive straight off. We had that much demand. That's how it happened. So the problem we were initially trying to solve was make it easy to create. Okay. The next thing we ran into, because we're our own super user, when you want to update them, it's just as bad. Yeah. If you're using Excel or PowerPoint or whatever, you got to shift pictures around. It's so painful. So in Gambadox, you can update it in literally in seconds. You can insert a new step. You can edit a step. You can add as many steps as you want subtract, delete, whatever. It's literally instantaneous. So we solved that one. And then finally, <laughs> the third big problem is people have them lying all over the place. If they do have standards, there's some in the folder on that cupboard. There's some under the seat of the truck. There's some on that server, some on my PC, blah, blah. Yep. So we could centralize everything and make them easy to access via the mobile app and via a web-based interface on your PC. So wherever you want to access them. Initially, we were printing them out a lot, mm -hmm. which is painful because when you update them, then you got to find them and take them back. And so we do that. We don't encourage our users to do that much now. So today you access them step-by-step -step in the app or over the desktop on web, or via QR code. So you can scan them. We have two different QR codes where 
one, you just you don't need the app. You can see a PDF version of the SOP. Okay. And the other version, if you have the app, you can view it. It's really slick, step-by-step step in the app. And that's what we're recommending users do these days. So I'll even be even more explicit, if you don't mind. Sure. Basically, how it works is, right, I want to document how to mix the weed killer, for example. Out comes your phone. Give it a title, how to mix the weed killer. Next step is take a picture of your first step or a 30-second video. Then you describe it in text. Step one, step two, step three, step, step four. And you can document a process like that in like literally three or four minutes. Now you do that on your app, upload it, goes to the cloud, and it's there forever. It's as simple as that. And we've got lots of other powerful functionality, but that's the core thing we're doing. I love this. And I was actually... this software, the Gemadocs, was actually brought to my attention by one of our members of our academy program. And they said, you know, they're going through and trying to create SOPs. And I never heard of Gemadocs till, I don't know, maybe a month ago. And uh, he brought it to my attention. I'm like, holy cow, this sounds like super easy because I'm personally guilty of writing all these out, printing them off, putting them in the truck, or we had them on Google Drive. <laughs> it was just a huge process on our end to create them and update them, like you said. That's where I love the Gemadocs. It uh, makes it super simple mm -hmm. and breaks it down. And the cool thing we should point out for your listeners is that you're not doing this for any kind of gain. So we've got no, oh, uh, you're, you're going to get personally benefit out of the discussion we're having. Like, I love that. Like, yeah. you're doing this because you know your listeners are going to benefit from it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's a beautiful thing. It's, a, it's very much in the same spirit that I do most <laughs> of what I do. So, yeah. And the other great thing that you get with a simple, powerful tool like Gemvidox is when you can get your people doing it and you as the owner of the business aren't the one that owns everything. Guess who owns the processes? Team. And that's key. <laughs> Because if you as the business owner are the one doing all the documenting, guess who owns the processes? You do. And then it's, is anybody going to use them? Oh. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not a fan of wallpaper. And that's all they are if they're not used. And how are we going to use these things is an obvious question. Well, it's for your people that are like, have been working with you for 20 years. You know, honestly... For them in their own work, they'll probably get very limited benefit from them. The key one is if say you have senior people like that have been with you for a long time and you get them into the habit of documenting their processes, is that the burden on them when they have new starts becomes a lot less. So we'll stick with the two-stroke fuel mixing example. Like, all right, so you got the school kid who's going to be with you for the summer. And like, traditionally, it's like, all right, well, I have to stand over him and yep. show him that I, how the, what the mix ratio is and how to do it and how not to burn himself and all that kind of stuff. And you probably have to do it two or three times because you can't trust him. <laughs> you just yep. showed him once. <laughs> so with Gambadox, you're able to go, all right, here you go, son. There's a Gambadox for that. If you run into any difficulty or you can't understand anything, come and get me. It's so true because I can attest to this exact issue we had in our business. One of the things we found were they would have just a little bit of gas left, say, at the end of the day. So they want to mix it up, prepare for the next day. Well, they just keep adding more oil to it. And that oil mixture got so rich, it was actually damaging our equipment. It was causing it to not run properly because they weren't mixing it right. So mm -hmm. we, we came up with a process. Wish we had this Gemadox, it would have made it much easier. But we had to come up with a process to make it simple. And I can personally attest to this exact issue in our business. So I, I love this. 
like one of the ones I saw today was how to mow a lawn. <laughs> and you think, what, what would you need a process for that for? Honestly. So the guy really went into, like it was a 10-step odd process. And he was covering things like, I'm going, you know, you go in this direction week one and you go in the other direction to get a nice diamond effect the second time you come. If it's wet, I don't want you driving over any of the concrete surfaces to get green marks all over their concrete. There was a bunch of really cool points. The great thing is like one, say a a lawn company over another one. Well, you can have, well, our way of mowing a lawn is this. That's our standard. And you can document it. And then you can say to guys, right, okay, new people come in. Well, this is the way we mow a lawn. It might not be the same as you did it in your last place, but we have a consistent method. So your customers go, wow, every time they come, these guys do it the same way. It's fantastic. Whereas the other dude (laughs) that they had before may not be so good. So do you see even with a really basic process, and I'm sure you've got landscapers who listen to your podcast that are doing really involved project work that are coming in and they're working to a drawing and they've got a project manager. And I've seen other SOPs in Gemadox already. I'm so proud of this, where people are saying, right, well, step one, we need to have the drawings. Step two, we need to walk through the site with the project manager. Step three, we got to define the disposal points. Step four, we got to mark out anything that needs demolition with paint, etc. Health and safety risk assessment. Dum, 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 dum. And like, I'm looking at that and going, wow, myself, <laughs> I'm going like, this dude's really thought this through, you know? Yeah. And so that's the kind of message I want to give to your listener. This isn't like some kind of academic out there stuff. This is like really, really practical things. Like the things that interrupt the flow of your people's work on a daily, like, ah, oh, where do I get the X at property Y? Just get rid of that. Right. Well, we, we have a, a critical set of information we need for a property for the kind of work we do. Right. We're going to document all of them. Every time we go there, we have the sheet. We either just put the address in the Gambadox, for example, give each address a, a unique SOP. That's everything we need to know. There's a restricted access there. We can't get machine Y through that gate, etc. Off you go. And nobody's got to think about it every effing time. Pardon me. Yeah. Oh, no. You... you know, like, I'm now going to rant a bit. <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I couldn't believe it. We have people who are using Gambadox who are just single one-man band companies. And when that first happened, I was like, why are these guys doing this? Like, I couldn't understand why. But the reason is for issues like that. So say you're, I'll relate the same kind of use case to landscaping. So these These people are agriculture, horticulture people, farmers, uh, heavy engineering are coming to mind. But what they're using it for are tasks that they might not do for like three months. Mm -hmm. There might be an interval and it's an involved task. And we have a saying in Gambadox world, the first time you do something should be the hardest time you do something. So they document the changing of the filter or in landscape world, it could be the layout of that property and where the key things are. And that's it. So the next time they know that they're going to go and do that task, it's, oh, I'll just refer to the Gamadox. I don't have to think about it. I don't have to work it all out this time. For example, another use case is 
people use it to record the wiring layout on a piece of equipment. So the next time they get it back to diagnose it, they don't have to go through the working out what wire does what and everything. It's just there. So, you know, the application, that's why it's so interesting to be a founder of the business because we see it being used in different ways literally every day. So the way to generalize that is the things that are taking the flow out of people's day, people are using it to document those. So how to, where to, etc. And then another thing we should mention is people use it for core processes as well. And I've seen this even within the landscaping world. So it's like, how do I bill a customer, for example? Like about 50% of Gamadoc's processes are back office processes now. So it's like, how do I record the materials that were used on a particular job on the app that we use as an organization? Those kind of processes, people are using it for that too. So, you know, if you've only got one admin person, which I'd say is really common in your game, Mm -hmm. somebody can step in and run the payroll just as a thing like that. So those core processes can still happen when people are sick or on vacation or things like that. So it's pretty broad. Absolutely. And one thing I see just talking to people is they don't realize everything we do is a procedure of some sort, whether you're just even leaving your house to go to the job site or to your office, Mm -hmm. you have a procedure you do. If you really look at it and break things down. 100%. Yeah. You have tons of processes you go through. (laughs) And that's where people think, I I don't need processes. You know, all our jobs are unique. But if you really look at it, there, mm-hmm. there's core elements that you do exact same thing every single time. Uh-huh. I, I love this. It's a debate we have in Lean World. So <laughs> like, oh, it's only for manufacturing. And a, a really good friend of mine, I'm going to name check him, Brannon Burton from Sunrock Construction. They're based in Utah. They're a huge construction company and Brannon runs about half of it. Great Lean Thinker. Check out their YouTube video, Sunrock uh, AME Tour, if anybody's interested. It's, it's mind-blowing what they've done in construction. But Brannon ran into that challenge when he was first doing Lean. They only had material from manufacturing, and his people were saying, oh, it's, this isn't us, it's not for us, et cetera, et cetera. And what Brannon came to understand is that the mindset and the thinking of Lean, that process-oriented thought and the problem-solving aspect, it's even more important in this world than it is in manufacturing. And here's why. So in manufacturing, you have a relatively stable environment that's the same every day. So the necessity for you to solve problems isn't as great as it is in an environment where the environment is constantly changing. So when you arrive on a job site and on a daily basis, you're putting your people, you can argue, in danger. They're working with dangerous equipment. Even landscaping, it's a thing. And you don't have a consistent process for how that's managed. And essentially, your process is a problem-solving process. So like we identify our risks, we know where the things are, we have a consistent way, everybody's trained. It's even more important. Brandon came to understand that. And he was able to help his people understand that, that that mindset of process thinking and countermeasure thinking and problem solving is more important in environments that aren't constant. It's so true. So there you are. Deep clean thinking for you. (laughs) Well, it is. It is. And I I hear people say all the time, "Uh, I I just can't do that in our business. It just won't work because every project's different. 
but no, like, mm. yeah, the overall design might be a little bit different on this project, this project, but your process of putting in the paver patio is the same. Mm -hmm. You know, you dig a certain depth, you put so much material, you compact it so often, whatever it is. Exactly. You have a set procedure you do over and over and again. And what, what do we do when it's wet? Yep. Yeah. What, what happens when the weather conditions change? Uh, and yeah. So, yeah, a hundred percent. Like we have a saying in Lean World again, everything is a process. I took, that's a Paul Akers, who's a strong mentor of mine from Two Second Lean. He's like my dad. I joke with him. <laughs> so I talk to Paul most days and he came up with everything as a process. That's fine. I enlarged that. Everything is a process or the outcome of a process. And that is true. Everything on the planet. We can say that about. It is. But if we take that everything is a process and it can be documented, that's the key thing. If it's a process, yeah. it can be documented. And if it can be documented, it can be improved. This is core. One of my favorite lean quotes is, without standards, there can be no improvement. That's by a guy called Taichi Ono, who's basically credited with being the founder of the Toyota production system, which is the origin of what lean is for most people. And I love asking every live workshop of Gemadox, like I've done dozens, I ask that question, why would he say that? Let's play that game. Why do you think he would say that? <laughs> Without standards, there can be no improvement. Well, if you don't have any baseline for anything, you can't. Yeah. If you keep changing it, you can't adjust it. You don't know where to begin. Basically, yeah. all an improvement is in an environment without standards is another variation. True. True. So, <laughs> so and you know, like I've been around the block, I got gray hair, been working for <laughs> arguably 40 years, because in Ireland, if you grew up on a farm, you were working from below 10. <laughs> and how often did you encounter the, yeah, we said we were going to do it this way last week, and that was great. And I came out there, and they're not doing it like that now. Or mm -hmm. we put it up on the notice board, or we posted it in WhatsApp that we should change how we're doing that. And then we get surprised that it didn't happen. <laughs> because we got no standard yeah so we haven't got a culture that thinks standards a thing so all you're doing every time is just introducing another variation and when you don't have standards like i have a graphic that i didn't create myself i think again it's coming from ono and it has a, a hill and at the top of the hill is world-class performance beautiful quality cost delivery customer happy the bottom of the hill is sloppiness and tribal knowledge and that's where most of us are <laughs> down there. There ain't any standards. Dave does it different from John, who does it different from Alan, who does it different from Siobhan, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, on a daily, we might come up with different ways of doing it. Lots of variation, lots of unhappiness and stress. In between, the way you have it is a little ball that represents your process with a P on it. And it wants to go down that hill. Gravity's pulling it down the hill to sloppiness. If you don't have anything to stop it, that's where you're going to end up. So standards and developing standards are how you stop the process sliding down into the sloppiness and horrible places. So when you create a standard and your first one, say, you edge it off the bottom of the slope and you create a standard and people understand it and agree it and it's understood and it's done, then you go, wow, here we can come up with a different way of doing this. And you move it up the hill a little bit, and you still have a culture that's going to do it. That's how you keep getting better and better. If you don't have a defined process, then you just have another variation. You can probably tell by how much I'm smiling. 
I love this stuff because I love understanding the theory and I love diving deep into how it applies in the real world. And that's what lights me up and helping other people understand, like, this isn't just a pretty graphic. And if you do this right, the benefits will blow you away. Like, in our own organization, Lumen Electronics, like when I do a live workshop, I do it all the time. I just get one of the guys walking past and go, hey, Jack, when's the last time I asked you to write a standard? And he'll look up, like, I've only done it, most of the time I get, a, when I did it at the beginning, it was a blank look. What? Because <laughs> I've, ne- I've never asked him. Because our guys, when we have a new product or a new process or we run into a problem, our people just put a Gambadoc in. Nobody asked them to. Nice. It's just an automatic thing because I don't want to have that hassle the next time I go to build that electrical panel. It's just natural. It's normal for us to develop a Gambadoc for that. Do you understand me? So that's how useful this can be. You don't have to push anybody to comply. You don't have to force them to do it key for you as a leader you're giving them a great tool just download it for free there's a 30-day trial search gambadox in your app store it's self-evident what it does or visit gambadox.com and you can sign up for the trial there but do that you're giving them a great tool that we literally have thousands of people who love the thing that ain't the problem if you give it to them and help them to understand that it's useful you're going to have an easier life it's as simple as that and to me, it's like, what's not to like about that? And that's why I love it so much. Because you know what? I, I occasionally encounter, honestly, a not very pleasant person who's there going, I just want to get the information out of their heads and all that. Honestly, I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> I really do. And I, I've done that in, in court. Nah. Well, I'm about <laughs> so, so, so we're here to help people. And the key thing is those people that are adding the value close to the person with the lawnmower or the shears or the excavator or the jackhammer that's knocking down a building, he's the guy I'm interested in helping and the person who owns the business. But the focus is that person. The only people adding value are the people physically transforming something in landscaping. Everything else is waste. For you guys, it's change your mindset. So how can I help my people at the front line add value more consistently and not be running around asking stupid questions and <laughs> helping people in situations that are really not value added. And Gambadox really help you do that. And uh, as I say, it's been very, very pleasant that we've got so many different segments, recommend contractors and landscapers being a really growing part, which was why I was so delighted when you reached out. Because my personal biggest challenge with Gambadox is to get the word out there. Because yeah, I'll be very open and transparent with your listeners. We don't charge a lot for Gambadox. Yeah. As a business model, it's not like the smartest. So we're charging. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really serious. We didn't set out to have this conversation. I just like doing this and being honest with people. Mm-hmm. I got a consultant about how to market a product like Gambadox. And when I told him what we were getting a year, he was on a, because we only charge $199 or $19 a month Cheap. for the basic version. And it goes up to like, if you're a big company, it's $1,500 a month. But like, you know, you've got hundreds of people if you're paying that. And the guy was going, oh, you haven't got a model that's going to work for pay-per-click or advertising and all of that. And so, no, we rely on content marketing like this to get the word out because we can't use pay-per-clicks. It's not sustainable. 
we'd have to pay too much to get every customer. And whenever people are hearing this message, our own customers are our biggest source of customers. So we're growing really healthily. But I know that most of them are by referral because people say, this is awesome. Like, for example, swimming pools. It's hard with my accent for American people to understand this. The oh, things you swim in. Right? Yep. No, I got you. <laughs> We've had a rash of those in the last couple of months. And it started with one. And he obviously posted it in a Facebook group or something. And now we have all these swimming pool maintenance and installation companies. And I didn't do anything about that. <laughs> they were like, nothing to do with me. But it's so cool that people get that much out of it that they bother doing that. I think it's awesome. So if you can play a part, any of your listeners, if they sign up for Gambadox, they enjoy it. Spread the word. It really helps us out. We're doing this for much more than just coin. I love it. There's a diversion for your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I do have one quick question here, though, is we hear people say, well, I just can't get my team members to do it or follow them. Do you have any pointers on that? Just real quick. Uh Uh-huh. The first thing is I'd start out, if you're a business owner in that context, is like start out yourself. That's why I called the book Improvement Starts With I. So step one, pick processes close to your heart and that you can visibly show your people how this can be useful for them and get them to pull off you. If you try to push this like any change, uh, and that's why I wrote the book called Improvement Starts With I, If you try to push the change on people, you'll only get pushed back. So how you do that is to, right, this is a great tool. Look, guys, here's here's what we can do with this. And it's not useful. And, (laughs) you know, do the the fuel mixing, the weed killers, and how to install an X, and how to do a quote, and how to go and prepare yourself for a project, and so on and so forth. How to close down the shop at night because... You know, everybody does it differently and people forget to turn off the X, Y, and Z. That's an easy one, actually. And show your people that it's useful mm-hmm. and then go, would you like to have a go? All right, yeah, yeah, I'll have a go and I invite them to the app. So that's how it works. You invite other users into your account and then slowly go, right, okay. How are you finding that Gemadox thing? Oh, I haven't used it yet. Oh, well, look. You know, why don't you document a process for the end of the week and we'll have a chat about it? And that is how you do it. I like it. The other thing, too, is I know we talked about before was keeping them short, like not having huge, long Uh SOPs or or actually even breaking them up. And I know the software records up to 30 seconds. Is that correct? Yeah, we did that on purpose. Okay. For, For two reasons. One, they can be slow to download from the cloud if you've got a bad internet connection. That was one reason, but it wasn't the primary reason. We didn't want people having big, long videos that are then really difficult to edit Mm -hmm. and create another problem. So when you restrict it to 30 seconds, you force them to break the process down into logical steps. Makes sense. Really, our users have really loved that feature. It's been strongly pulled on, and that's available on all the different plans. Now, can you use both pictures or videos, or do you recommend both? Yeah, within the same SOP, you can have a video step or a picture step. The way it works is you, if you're using the mobile app to view the SOP, obviously you can watch the video in the app. Say you look at them on a desktop, you can click the step and it'll play the video. Even if you print them out, we've got QR codes on the video step, so you can scan the video step to watch the video. So it's pretty slick, all of that. <laughs> and um, 
to have that kind of functionality, that kind of cost is, is really awesome. It's, like you can pay, honest to God, you can pay 30, 40 grand a year if you're a big company to have this kind of stuff. And we're actively not interested in the big company stuff. Our interest is supporting SMEs. Well, this is an awesome product and I encourage everyone out there to go check out Gemma Docs. It is very affordable, like Tom said. That's one thing I really like about it because there are other programs out there, but they add up very quickly. But this one is so much easier to use, so much easier to navigate, and it just makes sense. Mm -hmm. And this can really, really improve your business. And I encourage you, everyone out there, just start making a simple process. I personally recommend starting with a process that's causing you the most issues. Yeah, good suggestion, Scott. Yeah, if they're, if they're having problems getting your team out of the shop in the morning, that's something we personally had issues with. It was taking them so long to get out of the shop because it was our fault. We didn't give them enough information what they needed. Mm -hmm. So they're sitting waiting for us, but mm -hmm. look at something like that. Or if Yeah, how do you deploy the job for the day and all of that stuff and having a defined process for that, 100%. Yeah. And I would say to anybody um, as well, the book's there, Improvement Starts With I at improvementstartswithi.com. That's for free on PDF. You can download an app that we built as well called the Lean Play app. It's completely free. It's like an Audible clone. And it has uh, all the books by Paul Akers, Two Second Lean and all his other books. It's an awesome thing to get for free. I have it here. It has my book. <laughs> yeah, it really is. We've got close on 15,000 users on there now. Wow. It's been incredible. You've got Henry Ford's Today and Tomorrow book, Tai Chi Ono, my book. And yeah, it's great. So Improvement Starts With Eyes, a useful read. And we have a chapter in there around how you do this whole standard thing, uh, which would be useful. But one way, and all my contact details are on there. So okay. if anybody wants to reach out to me, I prefer they don't phone me direct, but my phone number is on there. Okay. <laughs> reach out on WhatsApp, Voxer, Signal are my three faves. And uh, I'm support here to support anybody doing this stuff. I do it for free. I have 60-odd companies in my Signal group. We learn together. It's a community. We're helping each other do this whole continuous improvement lean thing. There's no money involved in that either. All you have to do is be committed to wanting to do it. So that's all the spirit this is done at. And uh, yeah, in case anybody forgets, yeah, download the Gambadocs app and go to gambadocs.com and be delighted to help and support you. Tom, I, I appreciate you being on the show today. This has been an amazing. Everyone out there, I guarantee there's something that you can do in your business to improve it. And having these systems procedures in there is one way to start doing that. And just keep it simple. Mm -hmm. It is indeed. Keep it simple. And it's a great way to have an easier life for you as a business owner. And last thing I would say, if anybody sees the podcast and they want to invite me on to do anything, feel free to reach out. Because, yeah, as I said, getting the word out about Gamadox is one of probably the only challenge I have in life. But I, I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will help you here. So, no, I appreciate it, Tom. You got a, a few moments just for some fun questions? Of course. All right. What was your first job? I know you said farm, so I don't know if that might. <laughs> yeah, that was like as a child labor in Ireland, yeah. that was. Uh, my first actual job post-college, uh, nice part of my story. I came out of college in, yeah, 1993, big recession. And I was on a production line building sunroofs for cars for six months. And I didn't know if that was going to be life. <laughs> and it was one of the best things that ever happened to me because it taught me proper humility if I didn't already have it. Sure. Nice. Okay. All right. Do you usually say what's on your mind or do you typically kind of hold back? 
I usually say what's on my mind. I'm a huge believer <laughs> in candor. And I don't believe in being nice. <laughs> well, you can't approve things. One of my mantras is speak without offending, listen without defending. So I think that people confuse nice with doing the right thing. And I prefer to do the right thing. That's a big part of lean. You have to stop when you see a problem, call it out in a compassionate way and get people acting to change and improve. We don't get anywhere by papering over the cracks. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> All right. And last one. What is your typical Friday night? What do you do for <laughs> What do you do? All my life, I am the biggest structured creature of habit you'll ever meet. <laughs> So Friday night in Northern Ireland, we have probably the best Tex-Mex place in my local town. They're kind of friends of ours. An Irish guy met a Mexican lady in Guatemala when he was backpacking. And now they're like the cutest family on the planet. And they have a burrito place in our town. Every <laughs> Friday, I get a bowl of burrito. <laughs> nice. We have a, a family thing here. We all do that. Watch some TV. Chill out after the week. It's very laid back. I love but it. But every Friday is burrito night in the Hughes household. <laughs> I'm coming over your household. I love burritos. <laughs> Best burritos ever, man. I'm telling you. These are awesome. These are nice. world class. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right, Tom. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the show. This is an amazing episode. For everyone out there, definitely go check out his book. It's an amazing book. Like you said, you can listen to it for free. You can download it or head to Amazon. I'll put all the links in the show notes and definitely go check out Gamma Docs. It's something that you can implement in your business very quickly, very easily, and it's very cost effective, which is huge in our industry. And it's guaranteed it'll make a huge difference in the time you save and the money you'll make. So I guarantee go check it out. Beautiful, Scott. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Tom and I. We'll be talking to you soon. Have a great one. That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Million Dollar Landscape Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey, and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. We honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple, and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights.